Turret. This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. Are you ready to be upgraded to Humanity 2.0? That's really what we're talking about here today on Viewpoint. Humanity 2.0. What would that look? Humanity 1.0 would be God's creation of humanity. Humanity 2.0 would be artificial intelligence recreation of humanity. And what AI advancement is going to lead to the next huge breakthrough, and what would it look like? We're told there's a countdown from AI arms race to an art elect war, whatever that happens to be, and we're going to find out what that is here on Viewpoint today. And I'm glad that you've joined us. It's conversation, as always, with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. You may recall my most recent book, Messiah, Unveiling the Mystery of the Ages, has a chapter called The Scientific Salvation. Scientific Salvation, and it begins with these words. The greater scientific God now is the creation of immortality. The agent of eternal life has been found, they say. Transhumanism is man's new quest for immortality. Turning into gods. That was the title of Jason Silva's documentary in 2012. The year before, he noted in an interview with Forbes magazine, America's foremost business magazine, that, quote, we are the species that transcends our limitations. And so, with turning into gods, he said, I want to ignite a new conversation about who and what we are as we face exponential change. And he made clear the mind-heart motivational connection, revealing what otherwise to most might be a great mystery. He said, we want to transcend our biological limitations. Well, how do you do that? And what does that mean? Well, Transcending biological limitations, that's the answer to the question that defines the heart and soul of the meaning of scientific salvation. It's been said that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he, so are thoughts. Are the innermost substance and revealer of who we really are as human beings, and they are or comprise the moral and spiritual essence that defines the intangible reality of our biological presence on the planet. So what if that is transformed into artificial intelligence? Do we become artificial persons? And if we're artificial persons, then would God hold us accountable for anything? Can we really transcend human 1.0 as created by God and become human 2.0? How are we going to understand all of this? What does it mean? I'm a biological being, yet made in the image of God. I'm not satisfied with being merely a being of flesh and blood with heart and soul. So I'm going to transcend this mortal being and become immortal through scientific salvation or technology. I'm not going to die, but live forever. Eventually, through technological salvation, I will become transcendent. And together, we will finally rule the world in I and we will become God. You think that is 
an outrageous statement? Well, it depends on how you look at it. Not to the AI folk, not to the technological elites. They think that's exactly what's happening and going to happen, that we're going to become immortal by our own creation. We're going to become as God. In fact, the cover story of Time, Time Magazine, February 21st, 2011, just 12 years ago, announced 245, 2045, the year man becomes immortal. Really? The year man becomes immortal? Wow. That's not very far down the track. But the technocrats think it's going to be much, much sooner than that. In fact, it's going to have to be much sooner in order to fulfill the anticipated global reset, the complete reconstruction of humanity, as Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum say. And today on Viewpoint, we're going to see exactly where that's going, and I'm glad that you've joined us. It's conversation, as always, with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. Can you see, then, how we are going to be in the most massive area of deception and control that the world has ever seen? Can you now see, perhaps more so, how the fulfillment of Revelation chapter 13 and the great mark of the beast might be implemented and required of every man, woman, and child? Bill Gates is in on it big time. He's actually filed a patent to help assist in the All of this, he filed it in March of 2020, 2020. That's right. He filed the patent application that would enable much of this to take place. So, friends, anchor your seatbelt as we press on today into looking into humanity 2.0. It's incredible. I urge you to get a copy of my book, Messiah, Unveiling the Mystery of the Ages, because it's going to help you to understand the depths of this goal. It's not just about scientific salvation. It's about finding any alternative Savior other than Christ himself. The whole world is in a full court press to find an alternative Savior. Anything will do. And quite frankly, all the religions of the world, all of them, including even some that profess to be Christian, including Judaism itself, all look to humanity to become their own savior. So, if you're going to become your own savior, why did we need Christ? Well, According to them, we didn't need Christ, and Christ was just a figment of the imagination anyway. He was a good guy, but he wasn't a divine. The Jewish people say he wasn't divine, and that the Messiah that is coming isn't divine. So who is he? He must be humanity 2.0. So get a copy of the book, Messiah, Unveiling the Mystery of the Ages. $22 on our website, saveus.org. right there on our website, saveus.org, or call us at 1-800-SAVE-USA. That's 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries. P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255, writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. And by the way, just this last weekend, I had an opportunity to kind of fraternize with two of my grandsons, my older grandsons, who were in an engineering school. 
and they were talking about chat GPT. Perhaps you've heard about chat GPT. And they said, this new artificial intelligence program is pretty amazing. It's all the rage. All the rage. So I said, let's find out what it knows. And I said, ask them who Charles Chris Meyer is. And so they put that in. And immediately out came three or four major paragraphs concerning yours truly. And the interesting thing about it was that almost all of it was true. It had done a masterful job of taking all the information that was available concerning yours truly and incorporated it within 60 seconds into a masterful document. That's just the beginning, friends. Humanity 2.0 is on the way. We'll be right back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Welcome back to uh, Viewpoint. Just in case you're breathing a sigh of relief during the break about the momentous events that are lying not far off, you might consider the claim of Werner Vinge uh, concerning the consummate event known as the singularity, which he exalts will revolutionize the world, ushering in a post-human epoch. When he was asked about this in 1993, the year that we formed Save America Ministries, When he expected this ultimate progression of human history to virtual godhood, here's what he said. The coming technological singularity, he said, I'd be surprised if that had not happened by the year 2030. Well, interestingly, that just happens to be the year that the World Economic Forum has decreed the consummate reset of humanity and the globe, the Great Reset, which former U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry declared was ushered in by the inauguration of Joseph Biden as U.S. President. And it's also noteworthy that the United Nations has established for fulfillment of its One World Order Globalist Intentions Agenda 2030. Now that puts all of this in a new perspective, doesn't it? The chutzpah that's involved in all of this, Humanity 2.0, is seemingly beyond the pale, but the true believers really believe in it. And they believe that they are going to achieve godhood. I remember about 20-some years ago, I've shared this on the air and in many different uh, places before, but uh, I had a layover at a uh, an airport. And so as I was waiting... I sat in a room, and across from me was a gentleman who identified himself as an international engineer for the Sony Corporation. So we were having a fascinating conversation. He was all excited about telling us, telling me about the technology that was in the works. And remember, this was somewhere between 20 and 25 years ago. 
And he was telling me about how uh, the time is coming when we won't be needing telephone instruments anymore because they'll all be implants. And then as he was telling me a, a number of other things, he said, and by the way, the day is coming when we will be God. He didn't even stop. The day is coming when we will be God. That's the viewpoint. And viewpoint determines destiny. People that believe that are setting the course of destiny in ways that you and I can hardly fathom. And it's going to be part of the great deception. It's going to be part of the monumental deception that Jesus warned about three to four times there in his Olivet Discourse to his disciples. The deception is going to be so great, he said, that if it were possible, the very small remnant elect, the very small residue of people who are true followers of Jesus Christ would be deceived. If it were possible. Now, that's a warning. And there's a reason for the warning. And we're going to talk about a lot of the reasons for that warning here on Viewpoint Today. And it's not just about theology as we normally think about it. This whole picture is theological. Because if you're becoming God, and the goal is to become God and to gain immortality by human ingenuity through technology, then it renders the Bible meaningless. It renders God meaningless because we're becoming God. It's almost like what the Mormons had to say and still do behind the scenes, by the way. They don't want, they want to deny it, but they still do believe it. And that is as man is, God once was, and as God is, man is becoming or will become. Just think about it. Gave you an opportunity to think about it while I took a sip of my uh, uh, hyperventilated coffee here. So, are you ready to be upgraded to Humanity 2.0? In an article that was published at Business Insider, they claim that chat GPT must be woke if its owner, that is open AI, wants to attract major investors. And that's because the large investors are concerned about their ESG scores and wouldn't want to be invested in any tech firm that's not woke, meaning they have to value diversity, equity, and inclusivity, which means they cannot value Jesus Christ the only way, the only truth, and the only light, because that's not diverse enough and it's not inclusive enough. Therefore, they have to reject all of that in order to embrace the wokeness necessary to advance the cause of chat GPT and its ultimate applications. Which means uh, it's a like a code for those who worship at the altar of racial division, climate hysteria, abortion, and LGBTQ+. So that's the way forward according to the globalist technocrats, that is. Newspaper columnists, think about this. News, newspaper columnists are already using programs like ChatGPT to automatically produce articles. The program, they put in a few things, and the program does the rest of the work for them. And how about lawyers? 
They could do the same thing, saving them tons of time researching case law before filing their briefs. And the same goes, you might say, even for songwriters, speechwriters, whatever. But apparently, think about this, they don't seem to realize that soon they're going to be replaced by the AI bots and need to report, don't we need to report to work at all? So it's not just the unskilled jobs that would be replaced by robots. They're coming for you. They're coming for all of us. The World Economic Forum founder, Klaus Schwab, spoke this weekend in glowing terms about the rapidly advancing technologies that he said will ring in the fourth industrial revolution. He spoke about chatbots, machine learning, digital identities, gene editing, and the whole gamut of mind-blowing technology being developed and perfected. As Leo Holman in his article wrote, the masters of the universe, the self-appointed globalist elites, will control the digital world and in turn control people. And Schwab boasted of that. He said, he who masters those technologies will be the master of the world. That's why, he said, we're, we're being herded into digital apps for everything we do in this life, including the money, our IDs, our cars, our shopping, our church-going experiences, everything. And once we're all shifted from the analog and physical world to the digital world, which is perhaps the world of God, the digital world. 100% controllable by the small minority of technocratic elites and the politicians that do their bidding. Amazing. Now let's get back to uh, Mr. Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum. He said, 10 years from now, we humans will be completely different in our makeup. We'll no longer be humans as humans are known and identified today. So he predicts a coming merger of humans' physical, biological, and digital identities into some type of hybrid being. Try to get your mind around this. His big concern is that the individual citizen will feel overwhelmed by the fast-moving changes and feel as though they are losing control of their own fate. So he says, disillusioned, angry people are dangerous people. They must figure out what to do with them. Oh, who must figure out? Oh, the anointed elites, the World Economic Forum, and the glorious beings, the super wealthy and powerful in the world will have to determine what to do with you when you realize you are not needed on the planet anymore and are a disillusioned and angry person, dangerous. So that's why they need to dumb you down, strip us of all our cultural biases in favor of God, family, and traditional values, and then keep us pacified so we can't think critically and independently for ourselves. That's exactly what's happening with our young people, and that's what the news media, which is not news media anymore, it's just a propaganda arm, of the government and global government. So, if you're able to still function as a rational human being, 
you're going to be labeled as a conspiracy theorist, a nut job, maybe a danger to both yourself and the greater good of the global village. So you will be assigned to a mental health ward or a re-education camp or, as the New Agers say, selected out of society altogether. And I think you know that children in school today are already being conditioned to be compliant global citizens, not, not free American citizens. So that brings us to a fellow by the name of Yuval Harari. He's a top advisor to uh, Mr. Schwab, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum. He said the world will soon be filled with useless people as AI, artificial intelligence, will be able to take over and perform their jobs better than they can perform them. I, I remember, it's, it's remembering, caused me, me to remember a song. I don't know if it was the Beatles or some other group back there in the 1960s, 70s. I see all the lonely people. All the lonely people. I think it was the Beatles. Well, how about, I see all the useless people. All the useless people as AI takes over. When asked what the future will be for these useless people, Mr. Harari responded saying the best he could hope for is that they will be pacified by drugs and computer games. But he openly admits it's far more devastating psychologically for humans to feel useless than it is to feel exploited. So, <laughs> what they're admitting is they're creating a situation in their pursuit of humanity 2.0 that will get rid of humanity 1.0, and anybody that is not part of humanity 2.0 is not worthy to remain on the planet. So the technocrats are hoping to create a desire in humans to want to get brain implants, embedded chips, and other elements of human augmentation, which is going to allow them to compete for jobs and have a seemingly successful life in a AI world. But many are not going to opt for those implants. Hmm, maybe that's getting us very close to what John in the book of Revelation called the apocalypse was talking about when he, in Revelation 13, was talking about this mark that everyone on the planet would be required to receive as their mark of allegiance to this new global government, the godless government. So this is what the transhumanists are openly discussing and working to achieve a world where humans are no longer needed, at least not 90% of them. Technology has become their god, and they say that we humans can, for the first time in history, direct our own evolution. 
and we can create an entirely new species, an upgrade of humanity. Are you getting the picture here? And that new species, they claim, will be better than the one created by the God of the Bible, whom they openly mock and deride. They believe they can one-up Almighty God, Humanity 2.0, as some of them have called it. Leo Holman has done a great job in putting this piece together, helping us to understand the distilled gravity of all of this. He said that Dr. Zev Zelenko and others have said that the COVID injections marked the gateway to transhumanism. That's why today's establishment institutions relentlessly try to get every man, woman, and child injected with a synthetic mRNA and its nanoparticles called the software of life. Believing they can change that then, hack into it, and become God in the process. We'll be right back. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at SaveUS.org. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chrismeyer. Today we're looking at scientific salvation, what it means to become human 2.0, if that's possible. And indeed, the technocrats of our day uh, do believe that not only that it's possible, but that they are moving very rapidly in that direction, which means we could, as human beings, be coming into a moment of absolute confrontation with the Creator Himself. Will the Creator God allow humankind to accomplish His agenda to become like God? Isn't that exactly what Satan said he was going to do? I will ascend to the heights of the north. I will be like the most high God. So he's doing that through humankind. Unbelieving, disbelieving humankind that think they are smarter than the creator himself. But I want you to know that I don't debunk science. Science has its place, it has its purpose. By itself, it's not evil. But it becomes evil in the hands of and as an expression of the heart of evil men. And as Jeremiah said, the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can know it? So a man who strives, or a woman, who strives through science to escape humanity and become virtual deity, has, I think, by definition, become evil by lustfully desiring and determining to go beyond the scope of his privilege as a human, therefore superseding the intent 
of the creator to configure his or her own design to be as God. Does that make sense? And a proponent, not opponent, but a proponent of this mysterious desire to become as virtual gods or God stated it is the movement that epitomizes the most daring, courageous, imaginative, and idealistic aspirations of humanity. On the other hand, you may remember the name Francis Fukuyama, the famous futurist philosopher. He described this movement as, quote, the world's most dangerous idea, unquote. He said, are we talking about mere betterment of humanity as humans, or are we seeking human enhancement beyond humanity? That's what they're doing. They're seeking human enhancement beyond humanity. If you want to know more about that, you might just get a copy of my book, Messiah, Unveiling the Mystery of the Ages, and it's just a single chapter in the book called Scientific Salvation. But it sure will open your mind and your heart and your eyes to see what really is developing. And it talks about, in that chapter, even way beyond what we're talking about here on the program today. We just don't have the time uh, to deal with everything that is contained in that chapter. The quotes from all over the world and uh, in other disciplines, not just with regard to uh, AI per se. Perhaps you can understand, then, why Elon Musk who I do not believe is a a Christian believer, spoke at the World Economic Forum World Government Summit in Dubai this last weekend and warned about civilizational collapse. He sounded the alarm on world government. Why would this mega-rich man who founded Tesla and the funded the personally funded the space program and purchased the Twitter for $44 billion, why would he come out and warn against global government? He said, I know this is called the World Government Summit, but I think we should be a little bit concerned about actually becoming too much of a single world government. We want to avoid creating a civilization risk by having, frankly, this may sound a little odd, too much cooperation between governments. Will world government result in the collapse of civilization? He was addressing 10,000 international government officials, thought leaders, global experts, and decision makers In in Dubai, he said, we want to have some amount of civilizational diversity such that if something goes wrong with some part of civilization, the whole thing doesn't collapse. Oh, but that's not in the cards, friends. If they're going to be as God, they have to control everything. Now, this is the spirit of, of the age. And it's not just in the area of technology. It's in the area of every religious and philosophical system in the world today, except Christianity. And even within some arms of Christianity, 
this spirit is is coming to be. It's unbelievable. So in my book, Messiah, I reveal what is really taking place in our world. It's not just about technology. It's about many, many other areas. And the, de- the deception and seductive nature of these alternative ideas about self-salvation are growing. So we're unveiling the mystery of the ages. That's the subtitle of my book, Messiah, Unveiling the Mystery of the Ages. And we pull back the shroud that has been covering all of this to help everyone see what is really taking place so that you don't get sucked in by it. Your children, your grandchildren, pastor, the people in your congregations. Today, we just created and sent out a special email to 3,500 pastors across the country urging them to seriously consider getting a copy of Messiah and Antichrist so that they can help their people be prepared for what is coming. You might pray that pastors' minds and hearts will be open as that email comes across their computers. The $22 book, Messiah, Unveiling the Mystery of the Ages. It's on our website, saveus.org, saveus.org. Give us a call at 1-800-SAVE-USA. Write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Ready a check at $5 for postage and handling. An article came out of the Jerusalem Post uh, last week. What AI advancement will lead to the next huge breakthrough? An AI expert, Yuri Ilyabayev, explained why unsupervised learning is a critical facet of artificial intelligence that has to be developed in order to further advancement in the wake of the chat GBT, a GPT, rather. He says this year, 2023, is going to be another banger year for AI development as the technology is gradually incorporated into seemingly Every technological application possible, and it's beyond description almost how broadly this is intended to happen. Yuri is an AI consultant and the founder of a company called Machine and Deep Learning Israel. It's a community for professionals in the AI industry in Israel. He said the next phase is to make unsupervised learning or self-supervised learning more efficient because nowadays most achievements we've seen with AI have depended on human data inputting. But he said now the advancement is coming to the place where chat GBT, GPT and others like it are able to take over. They're not needing the human input that much anymore. They just need a few tweaks from human beings. But the majority of the work is done without human tagging. So the next phase is to improve those techniques, and you won't be limited about the amount of data annotation that you have available. Wow. 
In other words, the machine takes over. It's not a matter of garbage in, garbage out anymore. It's a matter of the machine has gotten to the place where it takes out what it considers to be garbage and reframes the whole picture, seeming to have all the facts, all the truth, and yet lurking within it. Some people will deny this, but lurking within it are biases. Biases against Jews, biases against Christians, biases against uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ, biases against white people. Yeah, they're built in. Why is that? Because human beings and the masses have so grabbed onto this so-called diversity, inclusivity, and all of this that it's becoming perceived by chat GPT as normative and factual. When the masses put their trust in chat GPT and the likes as it develops, which they're going to do, the massive deception that Jesus talked about will be prepared to sweep the world. Are you listening? Now, when we get back from this upcoming break, we're going to look at the role of AI with regard to the arms race, military. It's pretty astounding. It's pretty astounding. So if wannabe gods are ruling Russia and China and the Western world and the New World Order, then what would we expect to happen? Will there be a complete resolution of this so that one will prevail? Or... Will it fulfill Jesus' words that unless the time were shortened, there wouldn't be one person left on the planet? Interesting. We'll be back. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Humanity 2.0. That's what uh, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, Mr. Harari, 
all of these uh, folk are looking at to recreate humanity in a new form, a hybrid form that will supersede creation as we know it from God, thus, in fact, denying God as a creator and revealing that humankind has become its own God. And ultimately, ruling the universe as superhuman gods. That's the goal. Now, what happens then if the U.S. or China or Russia uh, or some other power, maybe the, the whole Western world under a global order, would sacrifice humanity to create a digital god? What if it turns military, which it is? For true believers, says Joe Allen, artificial intelligence will inevitably become superhuman. According to their mythos, we're adrift in a godless cosmos, so it's up to us to create digital deities. So the rest of us can either kneel before their altar or get shoved into the abyss, so to speak. So as bots swarm into our lives, the tension between us and them is growing. It feels like we're hurtling toward a computerized race war between ornery cyborgs and legacy humans. And it's not clear which subspecies we belong to. Now, this may seem like strange language to many people. And quite frankly, I have to admit, I'm not into this high-tech world. But I have to understand it to a certain extent to be able to communicate with the breadth of God's people in order to woo, to warn, and prepare them for the times that are coming. The director of DARPA's Information Innovation Office for the U.S. government, Brian Pierce, he's he's just wildly enthusiastic about what he calls a true symbiosis between homo sapiens and the emerging machine sapiens. That's humans. At the core of future military advantage will be effective integration of humans, artificial intelligence, and robotics into war-fighting systems that exploit the capabilities of people and technologies to outperform our opponents, said a paper from the U.K. Ministry of Defense just two years ago. China has similar cyborg ambitions, so do Russia and NATO, Artificial intelligence is the future, said Vladimir Putin. He said, whoever becomes the leader in this sphere will become the ruler of the world. Are you listening? So the the power of advanced algorithmic warfare systems is now so great that it equates to having tactical nuclear weapons against an adversary with only conventional weapons. And the general public said the Washington Post tends to underestimate this, but our adversaries no longer do. So in the hands of these elite predators, these digital tools are deadly serious, and they're turning it even on their own citizens. Now, as you might understand, not everybody is alarmed. Doubters scoff at the notion of intelligent machines. They say AI doesn't really exist. It's just an algorithm, garbage in, garbage out. 
Well, they, they do have somewhat of a point that AI is only as good as the design of its neural uh, network and the data it trained on, but it's not unlike humans in that way. But when it's good, uh, it's very scary because it takes over from the human. And the next step is to combine these narrow cognitive abilities into what is called a single artificial brain. A single artificial brain. That's where it's heading. How will it get there? I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you this is moving very, very quickly. Very, very quickly. Now, in wrapping up today, I want to shift uh, back to I want to shift back to the COVID issue, the pan, so-called pandemic. The geopolitically proclaimed COVID pandemic became the triggering catalyst, I think, to catapult the world into the ultimate merger of biotechnology and digital technology to transform humanity. So the anticipated Great Reset would bring a world in which giant corporations and government would seamlessly merge And that's exactly what Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, has predicted, a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identities. He said that microchips and other technology will, and I'm going to quote, lift humanity into a new collective and moral consciousness, unquote. Such technology, which can turn humans into digital assets in the new world order, enables a cashless society. One's ability to buy or sell could be instantly canceled. So, these mRNA vaccines, we're assured, do not affect the human genome. On the other hand, Moderna's chief medical officer boldly and proudly declared, we are actually hacking the software of life. In other words, we're hacking God's secret for life. Genetic engineering, along with robotics, molecular nanotechnology, and artificial intelligence, is seen as a tool for transforming humanity into a post-human species, or we might call it Humanity 2.0. Bill Gates was talking about it. The Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna COVID vaccines insert genetic material into your cells. That was declared by the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. As Bill Gates described it, you essentially turn your body into its own manufacturing unity. You become a spike protein factory. You literally become a GMO. So the latest report coming out last week is that because the mRNA is patented and these so-called vaccines are patented, when you are injected with it, you are owned by the patent holder. Think about that. Now, I'm not here. I, I'm not capable of speaking more about that at this point. I'm just reporting to you what has been said.
So the goal is not defined by the superficial pretense of health and healing, but rather it's the inner intention that the human creative advance to godhood by recreating himself, thus shaking humanity's collective fist in the face of the creator, declaring equality with the maker, just like Satan did. So, Stephen, Dr. Stephen Hogue, president of Moderna, explained it this way. He said, mRNA is really like a software molecule in biology. So our vaccine is like the software program to the body, meaning it can be controlled. The conclusion of the publication Technocracy News and Trends stated that every citizen on planet Earth should be deeply concerned and consider the counterfeiting counterfeiting messianic implications of this. And here it is. Technocrats are driving the pandemic as the great panic of 2020 to shut down the global economy to make way for the Great Reset or New World Order into sustainable development, a.k.a. technocracy. Transhumans are piggybacking their own goals onto the pandemic to trigger human 2.0. He went on to say in this article, technocracy is to society what transhumanism is to humans that live in it. Both are extremely dangerous for all humankind and must be rejected before it is too late to stop them. So, here are my final comments on this. Beware. People, beware. A counterfeit pseudo-Messiah is being readied to preempt the coming of the long-awaited Mashiach, the hope of Israel, and the growing hope of humanity worldwide. Unfortunately, the technological chaos that's being created in feverish pursuit of a human-created God and self-immortality is creating camouflage and cover for godless scientists in their desperate attempt at technological salvation. Might be a mouthful, friends, but I'm here here to tell you what we're dealing with here is something that is beyond the comprehension of most of us. I have a doctor's degree, not a medical doctor, but doctor of laws. But that doesn't enable me to understand this technological world. I remember we was reciting to my some of my grandchildren when I got my first cell phone back in 1981. It was called the Brick, made by Motorola. It weighed about three and a half, somewhere between three and a half and five pounds. I remember when I got my first portable cell phone in my car. As a lawyer, I had to have it in order to make use of all of the time to make calls and return calls and so on. That's all this phone would do. It was a Motorola. It was mounted in my car in 1983, and it cost me $1,800 just to have that little thing mounted in my car so I could make and return phone calls. Over the years, I got many iterations of the smaller and smaller cell phones and the things that they would do. 
I ended up getting a fax machine in 1983. I didn't want to get one because I knew what was going to happen. It was going to require people were going to expect instantaneous response. But gradually I realized that lawyers around were getting them. I first I got one. They were horrible. All of this very flimsy paper on a roll. Those were the early days. I remember buying my first computer in the office. It was a used vector graphic. Cost me $4,000. A used vector graphic. It would do word processing, and that was about it. I had to buy a special uh, printer, a dot matrix printer that was so loud, we had to buy a special insulated box for it to fit in for another $500. Those were the early days. That was in the early 1980s, my friend. Look where we are today. Look where we were just one year ago. And chat B, uh, GPT is now becoming normative. It's beyond all human comprehension, really, except for the techni- uh, technocrats. But it's real. It's happening. And it is intended to control you, me, and our world and to supersede our humanity and turn us all into humans 2.0, a different species than what God created. Are you ready for this challenge? Consider getting a copy of my book, Messiah, Unveiling the Mystery of the Ages. $22. We'll put it in your hands. It's going to open your, excuse me, your eyes, your world to a vast array of things, not just concerning this technological stuff, but a lot of other things as well. It's on our website, saveus.org. Call us, 1-800-SAVE-USA. And seriously, consider becoming a partner, friends. We're preparing the way of the Lord for history's final hour. Why do you think we're doing this? Because of the massive deception that is coming upon the earth. If you are not prepared, if you're not strong in the Lord and the power of His might, you will be part of human 2.0. You get it? You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.